Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Everybody and you're very welcome to the latest episode of the South Tip Arts Podcast. This week I was delighted to pay a visit to artist Austin McQuinn at his studio in the beautiful foothills of Schlievenaman here in Tipperary. This September Austin's show Hypercarbon will show at the Source Art Centre in Thurles. In Hypercarbon, Austin uses a range of carbon-based materials including Chinese ink, bog oak, bog deal, and his own body to make new work for this exhibition. The intense energy in the work expresses a hypersensitivity to these materials, forging connections between the molecular and the cosmological. This will be Austin's first solo exhibition in Tipperary, where he's been living for 20 years and was specially commissioned by Brendan at the Source Art Centre in Thurles. The exhibition starts on Saturday the 12th of September and runs until the 17th of October 2020 with the official launch taking place on Saturday the 12th at 2pm in the gallery. The opening hours there are 10am to 5pm and they're also open 2 to 5pm on Saturdays. And you can get more information at www.thesourceartcentre.ie Um... first question would be like if I was from Kerry I'd be living in Kerry do you know <laughs> <laughs> what would take you to this part of the world um, or how did you discover it because it is lovely here like, there's no it denying is. that um, I have my friend Pat Luby the artist oh Patricia yes yeah, yeah. No, well. credit totally yeah she had Pat had just moved back here really mm. and um, I was living in Dublin and I'd left Kerry you know yeah. I'd never I've never lived there really right Went away to school, actually, in Australia, in Tipperary. Okay, right, yeah. yeah. And never thought I'd be moving yeah. back to Tipperary. I thought there was nothing here. Yeah. You know, coming That's from Kerry, like, yeah. there's nothing. There's yeah. no mountains, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, as a child. There are only hills. So I went to college in Cork, moved to Dublin. Good few years there. And then I um, was an economic exile, I think, really. Right. It was just before the boom, mm. the tiger arrived. And... Yeah, I was, um, I was, circumstances were changing in Dublin, mm-hmm. I was in flux, I was 30, and uh, Pat, as I say, had moved here and I was visiting. And I really needed somewhere to live. Yeah. And I came out here to the mountain for a walk, and yeah. uh, she jokingly said, what about that bl- little place, yeah, you know, yeah. this little, this small wow. house here? I said, pull over, and yeah. um, I'd look around, I said, yeah, mm. do me for a year, like. Well, an artist reads it needs is a shed. That's really. all, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted a shed. Yeah. You know, and a car. Your wants are basic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I really the idea of, of coming here for me a lot of it was to and go after away. After the city as well, and yeah. you know. But I started do, started doing a lot of exchanges and residencies, and mm. so if I had a place, someone from New York, you know, might like to come oh to my God, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, and you could get could to go leave. to New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as I had a shed to put yeah, everything into. Yeah. 
So that's actually what happened. I did a few exchanges like that. Kind of the best of both worlds because like yeah. it means that you get your little escape sometimes or you get to have that city experience and, and then just come back. Yeah, and then you're, you know, you're never going to leave once April comes, I'm here. Yeah, you earn it like for mm. the winter, you know. Mm. Um, and winter is the time to go to the city. Yeah. And uh, yeah. once summer comes, I just want to be here. Oh, imagine yeah. fairly dark. Yeah. It's, yeah. A little, it's, you know, it's a little harder. It's dark at yeah. half three and it's, you know. But then in the summer, it's just bright all the time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and also, I suppose, to be honest, it's warmer generally. And um, you get the summer is also always a very productive time in the studio because yeah. it's warmer and yeah. you can be outside and you can have very long light. days yeah. and not, yeah. not a light. So, but going back, yeah. So Pat introduced me to Featherton. We're very close friends and as artists yeah. as well, of course, and good support for each other. So, yeah. uh, and my other friend, Michael Byrne, who yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. is just the other side of the mountain. Yeah. So there were artists here. Nice little community. Too. And yeah, and close to Kilkenny and the mm. Art Centre. Mm. Interbury and um, Clonmel, but I was quite involved in the Butler Gallery as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so you form a new network, I suppose, wherever you go. Yeah, yeah. But there's just more of a distance, and that was really a good thing mm. for me because it was, I feel it's only when I left Dublin that I really started making my own work. Yeah. I would say, uh, where it didn't really matter what I did, I was mm-hmm. just in my workshop. And there was no openings and nobody yeah, asking me yeah. what I was doing and yeah. nobody bothering. So there's a lot of new work emerged out of that period. And um, so there are advantages. I've other artists now who said it's, you know, it's they, they give me a, one year. Yeah. Said, yeah. Yeah. There was career suicide. Yeah. But yeah. in fact, it was the best thing I did. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I say I was free and had a lot more space to make work I would never have been able to make. In a small studio in yeah. Roundtree Square, there was yeah. no way, you know. So it was very liberating. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it allowed me then to do a lot of travelling, uh, coming and going, but always coming back. Oh, of course. It, yeah, as I say, I started working on a lot of public sculpture work. Mm. People might know local local to here might know the beehive down in Fidan. Yes. So that would have been the most mm. local piece to mm, hear. Mm. So they were fantastic projects, like mm. being able to make work of that scale, you know, mm-hmm. a ton of bronze and having things lifted off the back of lorries. And yeah. I could it's never do that. Yeah. yeah. And I never felt it strayed too much from my studio practice. Yeah. I was always able to kind of feel it was not, it was, they were commissioned works, but a lot of people I'd feel there's compromise involved in that. Yeah. I never really felt that. Yeah. You know, I was lucky and mm. um, that I was really felt I was my own. It was coming out of my own practice mm. very much. And so that, yeah, I was, I was fortunate to have some, some of those jobs. So over that 10 years, I suppose, mm. that kind of work and some teaching, which I've always done and loved, mm. that kept the studio going. Mm. So I was always able to be Keep a, keep a studio going, keep the practice going. Yeah, yeah. I've been very lucky that way. And the performative element always has been with you, has it, from day one? Or no, was it no, something? not at all. Yeah. No, no. I would have seen really no performance mm. in college. It was never even talked about. Right, okay. No, no. And uh, it was something I would have started to... It was other artists, I suppose, that I got to know that would have woken up something in me. Yeah. And... Um, it's been a very important part of my practice, for sure. Um, 
it kind of brings a great energy, mm. you know, and it, to me, it's making an image. It's the same as doing a drawing art, but it's, it's alive. Yeah. And um, it's, there's no other way of making that image mm. except to do it in this way. There's no other way. You cannot, nobody else can do it. It can be durational. Sometimes it's five hours, sometimes mm. it's 20 minutes. It depends on the piece and the image that I feel I have to make. Okay. You know, there's only one way, way of doing it. Yeah. Also, I had a show there in Triscoll in Cork two years mm -hmm. ago. And um, so I just felt, it. Well, I find it extremely hard to do. I have no training in performance. So, you know, I just, uh, you know, admire and look on. Yeah. Which people I really admire, like Bernadette Cotter in Cork. Mm -hmm. was a huge influence on me. And um, it can bring everything together, I think, mm -hmm. in an exhibition. So, say for that exhibition in Cork, was sculpture and painting. But this live work kind of everything kind of came together in that and anyone who was there participates in that moment right. yeah. and gives me all the energy i need yeah. to do that it was very energetic kind of like a dance piece really. right and it, it creates it created an event for all the people that were there just yeah. at that moment it was not about it being recorded or anything yeah yeah it was just like a happening let's share this yeah. and i was you know I was full of energy so that energy has continued in a way into this new work it's very much the themes I've been working on, like these two paintings here, paintings mm. like of swarms. Yeah. So I've been working on this swarming idea for the last year or yeah. two. They look very energetic, but actually they're painstaking in, in how I make yeah, them. They're just yeah. thousands and thousands of little so tiny every dots. Every single, yeah. yeah. But they, I, I make them in just one go, really. Once you start, uh -huh. you can't stop. Yeah. Because... Like the a ink swarm, is live. the way it carries itself, you know. It, you it know. has its own yeah. movement, and it's it's whatever I'm feeling that evening or that morning, whatever. Mm. And so it just once I begin, I tend to just keep going. Yeah, there's a lot of build up and working up to that point. Mm. Um, so energy is a very strong element for me now. I suppose okay. maybe I have less of it. You know, okay, I'm guessing okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's to be discerning about how you spend <laughs> it, don't you? Yeah. But truly, I think it is a core. Mm. element for me now and where you where where are you going to put your energy yeah. you know what are you going to put yeah. your energy into you know um how passive or, or active are mm -hmm. you going to be mm -hmm. in the world you know i suppose getting older maybe you're aware of a lot of people are leaving also you know yeah and so so i'm very aware of the force of energy and yeah. life force that is so fragile and so yes. momentary and so of now but yeah. they also say that it can't, energy doesn't die, don't they? So it just changes form so. or, I think so. you know, yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think it's all, it's the process of transformation. Yeah, yes. yeah. And um, these new paintings here are less energetic in that way, but they have the same They look kind super of, painstaking as well in their detail. And yeah, and as well, it's about... Um, they carry an awful lot of the moment of when they're mm, made. Mm. Now, you could maybe say that about any painting. But I suppose I'm trying to bring it out as an element that I see. as yeah. Like when I'm standing in front of a Monet, it's so it's exciting to yeah. be so close to the last paint mark that yeah, he yeah. made. And I think that's part of the magic of art. Absolutely, yeah. You know, is yeah. that you really are feeling close to the artist in a way and their yeah. energy. I was looking at... Um, drawings uh, recently of Alice Maher, another contemporary mm. artist. We're good friends and she had sent me some drawings on um, just by email, you know, mm. that she, new work she was working on. 
um, to look at. We were just showing her new work and I said, oh, you know, I'd seen them. I felt I'd seen them just on my phone or mm, my laptop. Mm, mm, mm. But I saw them in reality. Just... To stand in front of them and they were so tentative and mm. you just saw that a very, you could just feel she was right there, yeah. so close to the making of the work. And it was so alive in the way it could never be on a screen. On a screen. You know, and I think a lot of people have found with this during lockdown mm -hmm. that, you know, I don't think I looked at one virtual exhibition. I really had no interest in it. I don't think, I don't I think artists really did. The loss was looking at the real thing. Yeah, like absolutely. We could look at that any time. Yeah. It suddenly became so important to look at work. But certainly what became clearer, I think, is liveness mm -hmm. and being, in, being with our forms, let's say, music mm -hmm. or theatre, whichever. It affected anything that's extra to basic living, like mass, you know, you know, it yeah. affected devotion, it affected very important, you know, feelings and emotions that are housed in the body, really, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the body needs, you know, to move in these spaces. Mm -hmm. It can't be all in the mind and all in your eyes, you know, no, no. that's not how we experience yeah, the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. the tea. So this exhibition, this hypercarbon. Yes. Explain a little bit about the title first, because okay. it's, it has its all connotations in my okay. mind about. I, I know I expect to see loads of drawing. I think. Yeah. And kind of mark making comes to my mind, and mm. things like that. And I'm looking at the paintings on the wall here. Are they paintings or are they? There's ink in there, is there? They are ink. Ink. Yes. All ink. All ink. Yeah. Uh, well, the hypercarbon title is completely made up word, and it comes from two words that I've been playing with. Yeah. Hyper, being Your hyper energy. <laughs> energy. Yeah, it's yeah, used it's in that yeah. way, but it's 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 broad term for anything that is more than more than yeah, yeah. extra to what is needed. Yeah. Extra to not superfluous to yeah. just more just than extra yeah yeah like a hyper awareness or hyper yeah. and then it extends into digital or virtual living where mm -hmm. things are hyper textualized yeah. or hyper manifested in mm. some hyper way mm. and this series I'm calling hyperspace hyperspace so that's hyperspace in my understanding is where you can you can go between two places you yeah. can be in two places, not at the one time, but you can easily transfer between two places. And there's a new uh, video game, it's just released, called, okay. which I didn't know about, okay. called Hyperspace. Oh, so right. it's a virtual reality yeah. game, you know. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that, but I'm totally open to yeah. um, connecting to those elements as well that are so yeah. current. You know, when you, know? you said hyperspace there, because I didn't know what they were called, all yeah. of a sudden I get the sense of like, space time continuums and all yes. that kind of stuff and the way time weaves and you know timelines and all the i'm seeing all that now okay you know good just from the title <laughs> so it's like and they're hyperscapes so they're kind of mountain like to me the mountain has been a recurring theme when i look now as you know brendan asked me to look you know yeah. what i'm doing and to think about where i am yeah and it's true, like right through from the first show, I would say, certainly the first show I made from here had a lot yeah. of mountain aspects. So it was in the project in Dublin, 
there was one huge painting of a white mountain. Right. And I'd say in every, in, in all those installations and mm. plaster casts and so on, there's always been this shape that I'll turn to, which is, can be a lump of manure. Yeah. Or, you know... Um, so many things the mountain or waste or um and then all the stories that go along with that place mm -hmm. it's very very special do you mean here in Stephen yeah 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 it's a kind of a mystical place yeah and i think people hold that kind of magical or mythical mm. thing very deeply Locally, but nobody, you don't need to talk about it, but we all yeah. know that there's something up there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, under yeah. those rocks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I would say I seek it out as well. Even here on Schlieferman, there's a holy year cross. Yeah, I just saw okay. that signpost. I didn't yeah. know there was. So, and there's crosses on a lot of mountains in Ireland. So, I'm very interested in this idea of devotion as well yeah. to place and to objects. And um, so, how a place or a mountain indeed mm. itself, like Crockpatrick. And the notion of pilgrimage and um, the last couple of years I've done a lot of traveling in Greece and uh, went to Israel and Palestine and places of great pilgrimage and devotion and um, you know I was thinking this morning about other you know significant trips one I might have been to Bilbao to see the Guggenheim there when it opened and I was thinking that was like you know I'm very interested in medieval imagery and, and mm -hmm. art as well and icons you see, you know, yeah, I'm always yeah. looking at icons. Are, or at the moment, icons have icons, become very yeah, important. Okay. But this idea of pilgrimage. And so I couldn't, myself and my buddy David went to Bilbao. Yeah. It's not that far from Santiago de Compostela. Yeah, and yeah. it had those elements for me like that. You know, these museums are the new cathedrals, you know, in yeah. our period, in our yeah, time. You know, yeah. so, and um, people need to congregate for meaning. Yeah. You know, and... I suppose something like Kirkpatrick or going to a site, like the burial place of the Virgin in outside the walls of Jerusalem. Right. You know, this is down, you go down a mm. hundred steps mm. into a cave, it's the most amazing mm. place. It's not about whether she lived or not or whether yeah. she's buried there. For me, yeah. for me, it was about the, the amount of devotional energy and concentration. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was on, that was in the, Wall in the space. Yeah. And brought yeah. by all those yeah. people yeah. and pilgrims. And the same right here on Schlieferman. Now yeah. in August, one of these days, I think is traditionally the, the mass. Up. Yeah. And everybody walks up. Not, not up by me here. Yeah. Just um, over by the other side of Kilosti. And um, that's that ritual. Yeah. You know, that's generational and 
Maybe it had its origins before that had origins. Maybe it did. Even yeah, further yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really about what is being venerated. Mm. It's the act and the concentration that goes into, say, uh, these Byzantine icons or the carving of some tiny piece of stone. Mm. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that mm. interests me. Mm. So it's from the macro to the micro, you know, so mm. from it's all the same to me. Not, there is a sort of an ecological, not ecological, but an ecology that I'm trying to work on in this series of work, which is, I did a, the last exhibition, there was a lot of bat imagery and I was very okay. interested in bats. Yeah. Because they're living here in my house. Oh, in the yeah, attic. I bet you clothes, yeah. So there's this sort of cycle mm. that I'm identifying, which is where the manure, the horses pass by, the manure is there. Mm. Flies emerge from this, the bats eat this, okay, yeah, and the yeah, bats yeah. then clean the air and they animate my world. Yeah. And uh, this is the ecology of the mountain. Yeah. And uh, just these four elements. Mm. So this is this is where the swarms come in. So it's this going from swarms to mounds of things, including my own mass. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Like there's a, you know, the other things that you're identifying are there, but also to me there's um, like tissue. Or yeah, muscle, muscle, muscle yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you would yeah. see a diagram yes, of, of yeah. muscle. Of muscle tendons. And all tendons, that there's that from. element yeah. for me. So, I mean, I can't, it would be glad I can't explain them completely to you. Yeah, because then yeah. there wouldn't be any point in making them. And are they the same as but the swarm ones elements. in that when you start that one, you, you have to finish that one? Or, oh, or can you... Really, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I prepare the ground, you know, there's like these stains and marks and so on so I sort of flood the can they're yeah. on canvas yeah and um, I flood the canvas with inks and yeah. various kinds and wipe it back put ink back on it and wipe it back until I'm and scrape it back until I'm kind of happy yeah that this is a surface that's ready to go right. and then I'm perched here on my stool and the work is done mm. flat mm. and um, then I just have and to you go find that you just don't yeah it's work like, not, it's yeah. not really zoned out actually yeah. I think... Um, well, I don't doubt it's the wrong word. No, I know what you mean. It uh, seems that you're not concentrating or something, but you know what yeah. I mean? That you just, you're in it almost. You have to stay with it. Yeah. You have to stay with the problem. There's a pleasure in, in when it's finished, I suppose. Finished, yeah. And do you but have, it's work. Do you have um, trouble then going, oh, this is finished, leave it alone? Or, I do. Yeah, yeah, like everybody. It's <laughs> yeah. like... I have to be enough really enough? careful. Yeah. Yeah, because with these inks, right, it's not like painting. You'll see over on my, that table there is a mound of oh, lovely oil paints, which I thought I was going to be doing. Right. No. Yeah. And with oil paint, it's very forgiving medium. Uh -huh. And uh, I trained as a painter. That's what I did right, before yeah. I made any sculpture. Yeah. But with the ink, you can make a mistake. No. You cannot actually... You have to, there can't be a drop. Yeah, thing. because it would to, seep through, wouldn't it? You're it, into your, and then permanent. how do you get rid of that? It's gone. It's you permanent. don't. Yeah. So it's very, very controlled. So every mark you make is. Is the mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you finish, when you're asking that, try to trust that you'll just know, you'll just and know are, that. it will yeah. tell you. Yeah. And um, in fairness, this is a series of nine of these, and there was one that didn't work out. And it was because I left it and came back to it. Okay. I said, oh, well, I, now I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it's maybe number four. I said, well, you know, I can go and yeah, clan mail and, yeah. you know. And it came back and I said, and I'll pick that up yeah, later. No, disaster. No. You know, I yeah. couldn't get back to it. And then I painted it black. It was awful. 
Yeah. You know, so I learned my lesson. So you'll just stay with that in one sitting until it's as complete. much as I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As much as I can. Yeah. And this ink. So as I said, all set up. But you know, mm-hmm. COVID happened. I was already. Yeah. I was already working. But it's like, hey, this is great, and yeah. But there was a massive clear out, and the new tires on the trailer, and I was over yeah. back to the dump, <laughs> yeah. and the place was immaculate. Yeah. And it was all ready to go. Um, with this, with the next phase, yeah. I had been painting away, but it just it just stopped. Yeah, mm. and I had been working with inks on paper. I did uh, when I was doing these swarm works. Mm. I did a day's workshop with Karen Colbert. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Sumier. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Calligraphy. A lovely uh, day, I'd say. Now I've Japanese seen her ink painting from the outside. It was great. She's artist herself, of mm. course, mm. and um, wonderful teacher. And um, I was kind of captivated mm-hmm. uh, by the material. And um, she told, she was explaining, you know, the, the, how the ink was made. And this really captured my mm-hmm. imagination. I think I was working a lot with the bats still at the time, right. the bat imagery. Yeah. And she says that this real Chinese ink, is, it's thousands of years, of course, they've been working on yeah. perfecting this process, where they burn pine in pine wood in a cave right. and it's the soot from the cave oh, from the okay. from the fire that's on the roof of the cave yeah they scrape that off yeah and mix it with a little animal glue or, right. or, or resin from the pine yeah. tree itself and form this little block of right. ink okay. so to me this was pure poetry yeah. of course yeah. so that activity alone like yeah. spending your time yeah. scraping the soot <laughs> off the you know yeah. the cave mm. to make mm. To make a simple painting yeah. of a bamboo or something. Yeah. So all the poetics were you know, like yeah. really up my street. Yeah. And also this sense of the materiality of it, like mm. the intensity of that action. To burn the, the wood to and to work then on paper that's also made mm-hmm. of wood. So this hypercarbon idea comes from there, where things are brought to the absolute extreme or extent of themselves, the mm. nth degree of mm. something. Mm. And so that's where, where I'm sort of very limited in my materials. Mm. Like, so the canvas, the inks, that's it. Can Were go. you tempted to try and create the ink? No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been that diligent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can you actually, can you buy <laughs> it? Don't like, like, you can buy the little block, the way, yeah. yeah, and you can buy all these here. Yeah. These are, well, this is, this is very nice Chinese ink that Pat got me, actually, in the okay. Chester Beatty yeah. uh, in Dublin. Which is a great place for looking at yeah. ink drawings. Of course, I was there recently, and these are a lot of acrylic inks. And this is um, this is a made from walnut, beautiful drawing ink, which I love. It's a whole new world of ink. Then was ink yes. something you'd explored before? Or no, was this brand new to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fantastic. No. no, and very often that happens, Emer. I think, and I certainly often encourage artists, friend or I've learned that myself. For certainly with students where. If you're stuck, yeah. you know, change your material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else change the size. Yeah. So if you've been working very large, go small. Go, yeah. You know. Yeah. And do use something you don't, you've never used yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And um, as I say, that's what happens say, with, with this. This work just demanded a new, mm, a new mm. material for me to, as I say, take to some kind of nth mm, degree mm. of something. So there, this the painting work. So there's this other element now uh-huh. for the show in Thurlis. And going back to our bog yes, conversation, yeah. I had started working with my father. He's worked with me on 
almost all the exhibitions really um, helping me in some one way or another yeah. but this time uh, we were rooting around in his sheds and um, he had been working he's always been very creative as well and he had been about 10 or 15 years ago had started working in uh, with bog oak okay yeah he'd done a course in that and he was um, he was out in the garage with the chisels and oh, the brilliant. whole thing was yeah, going yeah. and I couldn't even look at it at the time yeah. just thought this is the anathema of art uh, yeah, know, for yeah. me yeah. you know uh, because of course the the Tradition is that you see an animal, yeah. you know, very often in the mm-hmm. in the piece of bog, yeah, and it right? itself, yeah. And so, is it a swan mm. or a dragon mm. or this kind of thing? I was thinking, no, no, it's just what it is. Yeah. It's just, it's enough to be a piece Isn't of wood that's six thousand yeah, years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it seems so alive. Mm. So, I was kind of disregarding of that at the time, mm. you know. Then more recently, I started to look again, and I suppose I was thinking of. Thurless and Littleton yeah. and bog life and mm. going back to the sources of things mm-hmm. and my own source mm. of that would have been a very strong and powerful part of my childhood. Yeah. Was the time we spent in the bog. And all the things that came out of there. Yeah. And um, I suppose to be aware of, uh, very aware of Heaney's bog work, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bog poems, bog person poems. And, um, but I put all those to one side as mm. sort of a nostalgic, you know, yeah. romance. But when Ter... Terence is my father's name. When he produced these, I said, mm. I want to see those again. Like, mm. What have you been doing with them? And he said, well, he had left them at a certain point. you know. Right. So he had these two very large ones here, these big lumps. Mm-hmm. And he had brought them to a certain point. And then there was others, and we were poking around, found various pieces. And so we decided, I just said, well, let's work collaboratively on this. Mm-hmm. You know, and make a piece together. Yeah. So... Um, he would bring them to a certain point, which I couldn't do because it's a certain technique with chisels and sanders and yeah. to bring them to, down to a kind of a, the take off all the old finish. bark and so yeah. on. And so he's bringing them to a certain point to finish and then he's allowing me to take them and bring them to the next okay. phase. Yeah. So what I'm doing is, this is pine. Now there's deal, bog deal, which right, we would yeah, know, which, yeah, is, which, yeah. is, which is pine. Mm-hmm. And there's bog oak. But for this show, I'm just using the deal or okay. the pine because the pine, as I said, was the was what the, the Chinese burnt to make yeah, the ink, yeah, and yeah. I'm returning that, and I'm right. oh, I'm sort it's of ink on this, this is smeared with um, okay. with the Chinese ink, and then I polish it up. Oh, it's lovely finish, yeah. isn't it? It's like returning the the pine. Yeah. So it's just parts of this are yeah. done like this, and the others are just polished, but not as highly polished as yeah. they would be in that. Traditional. I'm sure there's plenty of people in North Tipperary mm. and in, around Thurles who are working with um, bog oak, but I'm bog and bog deal, but um, mm. I'm kind of doing something a bit different yeah, with them, just yeah. presenting it in a different way. Yes. Yeah. And also, it is this collaborative work with myself and Tara, and he, of course, knows where all these pieces came from and what bogs they were dragged yeah, out of. Yeah, which is brilliant. And yeah. um, and they have some. They speak, you know, uh, of something. Ancient that, as well, yeah, that still yeah, has energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yes, absolutely. You know, and of course, people are interested in Bob, but they choose this kind of material. They're choosing them for their kind of liveness, how mm. how alive they look for the the musculature, you know, mm-hmm. of the of the timber, because they they weren't these trees were not dead when they were preserved. They were still alive. It seems yeah. that they fell or were yeah. fallen into the bog. The bog rope around them, so they have a lot of 
liveness to yeah, the stimulant yeah. them as material yes, for me. Yeah. A lot of energy. So we're trying to pull that energy out of them and I'm just I have them here in the studio around all the time. Uh-huh. So they're, they're kind of giving off they're settling yeah. in here, giving off a lot. So then when um, the pandemic happened, mm. we said, How are we gonna do this? You know. Mm. So we've been working at a distance because he's in Gary oh, yeah. and I'm in Tipperary. And so I wasn't able to go and yeah. see what he had been doing. Do, yeah. And um, so the first opportunity when the borders when the Open, were yeah. lifted, I was yeah. down and uh, came back with a carload of hog uh, oak from Tara. Because, mm. of course, he had all this time. He's yeah. a very busy man, but he yeah. suddenly had time to work on this. So, yeah. so we have, there's some of these pieces here as well, kind of coming out of two wall pieces. So there's a doubling in some of the works because uh-huh. there's two of us. Yeah. It's like two twin pieces. Okay, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. There was going to be a lot of other elements. I think even it's listed on what I gave Brendan that there was going to be quartz and beeswax and all kinds of other yeah. material. But everything is, they're all there, but everything mm. is just reduced yeah. all the time, down, yeah. and down, down. And it's such an amazing mm. venue. Mm. It's such a beautiful gallery. It is a lovely gallery. Um, but you're very exposed there. Yeah. <laughs> because there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. You know, those yeah. fabulous high walls and a yeah. beautiful floor and yeah, Brandon has been amazing because um, yeah. I had to postpone this show and he's just... So it, this isn't the original opening. It was supposed to open earlier, was it? No, no. No, no, no. no. That's, okay, another well, that's, re- good that's another reason he's yeah, amazing yeah, is because yeah. he just said, no, no, we'll just stick with the plan. Yeah. And um, so, okay. Yeah. Because I kind of took my foot off the accelerator for a while. Okay, I thought, yeah. surely yeah. now. You're thinking now you know, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but no. Yeah. Brandon said, no, no. Stay with the plan. Yeah. And sure enough, we're opening. That's great, but you know what? I think yeah. something to kind of work towards then as well with all this going oh, yeah. on on the outside. It's nice to have a focus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found it hard. Mm. Um, the beginning, I think, was hard for a lot yeah, of people. Very but strange. Well, I suppose I was in this very heightened state of working. So you're very, mm. um, very open, mm. you know, to the world mm. and to, mm. you're just feeling it more. Mm. I certainly do. And, um, Everything just seemed to be falling asunder. It was yeah. hard to just come into the studio and... And just carry know. on like as if nothing was happening, sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And it was... Well, so much was happening, apart from pandemic. It was yeah. collapse of politics, collapse of everything. It was you know, frightening. Mm. It still is. But I think it's just... A, now I just think it's a period of phenomenal change, change. and turbulence. Yeah. There's always been change. Just because we are here in our privileged West... I haven't seen war for a long time. Yeah, you know? that's um, We've been very fortunate. I think we all have to reassess a little bit about yeah. what we need. And I think the hardest thing was for me was the realisation about three or four months in was that this is permanent. It's not like this is for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. we go back. There yeah. is no going back. But, you know, there isn't any going back anyway. No, you know, it just no, brought it yeah. just brought that up for me, I suppose. There never is I as a here being here in the studio and kind of so invested in this mm. idea of in the moment and the now, mm. and uh, it's never been more prominent, I suppose, in your yeah, yeah. Uh, strong that mm. sense of well, it was always thus. There mm. is no going. I'm looking back to the 14th century, yeah. but there's no going back, no. and so as I say, I completely believe in the next generation I think they're fantastic and what they're doing already yeah. is so interesting and it's going to be their world that they're yeah. going to create
we'll wrap it up I think Austin because yeah it can't be that long uh, thanks a million for having me it's absolutely fabulous you're very lucky to live where you do and, I know and the work looks amazing Thank really you. looking forward to seeing it in the source um, so in September so um, yeah we'll catch up with you then so thanks a million I'll see you in the Arts Centre someday yeah, do yeah, yeah. And thanks to Austin again for having me. We had a, a great chat about all the things he's got going on at the moment, as well as Hypercarbon. He's also curating a major show for Limerick City Art Gallery, which is called As Kingfishers Catch Fire, Animals and Imagination. In a total takeover of all the spaces of Limerick City Gallery of Art, the exhibition asks how we can engage culturally as conscious planetary creatures within the condition of being alive together now. It's a group show featuring a host of international artists as well as some more familiar names. And you can find out more about that at limerick.gallery.ie. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, the email address is southtipartspodcast at gmail.com. That's southtipartspodcast at gmail.com. Well, that's it for another episode of the South Tip Arts Podcast, which has been made possible by Creative Ireland, so we thank them for their support. Talk to you all again next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW group void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus